Welcome back to Strawberry Corner. Today we've got Ollie Schools. Ollie, I'm making you captain today, mate. Lead the team with integrity, gusto and guile. Are you okay with those attributes, yeah? I think I can just about manage that, I. Thanks so, mate. Good to have you on board. And making his first appearance on SC. Are we allowed to call it SC yet? Uh, Strawberry Corner. Darren Montgomery, you're on free kicks, pens, throw-ins and drop balls, mate. Are you okay with that? I think I can manage it, I. I think the problem is with the SC is it sounds like we are just starting to spell schools. But maybe <laughs> we'll get there in the end. I'm the skip. <laughs> and me, I'll be a net, so knee blast these lads. Okay, that will be great. Oli, just before we start, mate, I don't know if you want to give away just a quick update on the pins, where we're at, designs, orders, and the, the competition that you're running as well. Yeah, no problem. Um, so, as we said in the last podcast, we've got the Longstaff and Burn um, pins to come. We're going to do these for charity. Uh, I've tried to reach out and, and try and find out the charity from the from the players themselves. Uh, if they come back to us, great. If they don't, um, then we'll, we'll pick a charity ourselves. But we'll, we'll do that in, in due course. Uh, they should be out in mid to late November. Um, pretty quick turnaround, but you know we'll, we'll get them out as quickly as we can. Designs, we'll probably drop them on the... Um, on the Twitter or the X uh, as soon as we can. Um, so I'm really looking forward to these ones. I think they're, they're going to be um, really good. The designs are brilliant. We're, we're all really pleased with them, aren't we? So um, fingers crossed they'll be popular with you as, as they are with us. Um, so yeah, we'll get we'll get that done and we're going to run a little bit of a competition on the side of that as well. So we want to see people's pictures. Um, the best picture, we'll choose a picture, maybe it's at random. Um, for a, a prize, and that'll be something like the next two pins. But we'll, again, we'll announce the competition in due course as well. Um, there is also one other thing that I've put on the um, the HFR X, which is um, we've got three tickets to the Sun and Lights, or uh, what's it called, Festival of Light, uh, for next Saturday, uh, the fourth, and into like five forty-five, I think it is. If anyone would like them, um, then give us a shout. It's not a competition, it's just a case of if, you, if you'd like them, um, and let us know and we'll, we'll give them to somebody. And that's well, it. Mate. And they can get us at, um, just send us a DM on Twitter or they could email us at info at weareyourtofar.com. That's fine, I prefer to do that. But, aye, no questions yeah. asked, it's just a case of if you want them, we've got them. Give us a shout. Well, on, on the pins, right, the, the burn and the, and the long stuff, very rare that you pop those designs when they come through into the group chat and everyone's happy, right? Wow. <laughs> Never what happens, but they, yeah, they look fantastic, don't they? They do. I mean, that's the thing. Like uh, Rick uh, Penrose does, does does a great job of them. Um, some things are a little bit too good for what we want. We're, we're, I've said this before. I mentioned that like they're almost he's too good a designer, and it's it's difficult to get them right because the, essentially they are supposed to be based on the nineties ones, aren't they? Which were um, artistically not the best. What they did sort of represent those players, didn't they? And I suppose they looked a little bit like the players, and that's what we were aiming for. So there's been a couple of times when, when Rick sent us through the, the designs and they've been a little bit too good. So we've had to tweak them a bit and just get them to sort of dumb them down, really. Um, and so this was the first time where, uh, well, one of the first times where we've got them and just absolutely loved them straight away. Um, no changes at all have been made or anything. It's just been been spot on. Can't wait for the. Can't wait to see how he's received them, really. I was, uh, I was blown away by the. The Dan Byrne one, I, th- I think that could be the best. Yeah, the drawing looks really good. Obviously, the pins can sometimes look a little bit, a little bit different, but usually look better. So I'm looking forward to saying that. But I don't know how many people are going to want the life size version. Mind. If you made a post, <laughs> I'm going to stick mine on the same. Um, 
Uh, you know, definitely check check out Pinot Draws at Pinot Draws on on X. Uh, fantastic again. Thanks very much, mates. You've you've provided us with um, quite a successful pin collection so far. We're looking forward to, to to the rest of them coming through, mate. Um, right, let's dive in, with lads. Wolves two, Newcastle two. Two goals for Callum Wilson, who is averaging more than two goals every three Premier League starts. Another draw on the road, six unbeaten in the Premier League. It's not that bad, really, when you think of it, is it? Um, Oli, I'll come your first, mate. You're up, like, early noughties, Goldberg. Can you give me a high-level summary of results and what it means and how you see it? Um, I was pleased with it in the end, I think. Obviously, it's disappointing. It's a disappointing way to, to drop two points, isn't it? Being in the lead and, and we were absolutely knackered second half. We're just, like, first off, I think we struggled a little bit to get into the game. Um, I personally thought Bruno carried us through the first half. I thought he was exceptional. Um, but we started to really tire. Uh, and then we got that second win sort of on 66-ish minutes, didn't we? And it's, um, it gave us a, a chance to sort of take the lead again and, and look like we were going to win it. Um, and then Wolves sort of came back at us in, in little spells. And it did sort of feel like um, the goal was coming, really. Um, a really soft goal to concede in the end. But I'll, I'll talk about that a little bit in a minute. Um, in terms of what I think might have happened, I, d- I don't know whether I'm right or not, but I'll, I'll have a sort of a, a guess at it as a keeper myself, um, albeit a really short one. <laughs> it was just disappointing to um, to sort of lose it from a winning position when we sort of started to get back into the game and we started to, to look a bit more bright and run that second win. But at the end of the day, six unbeaten. You know, you look at Dortmund's game today, they played, um, they almost got beat themselves. It was 3 3 in the end, wasn't it? So. No, there was a hangover for them as well. Um, it's just football, isn't it? And I think that the depleted squad might might have um, might have sort of. It's just coming. It's just made a difference, hasn't it? And I suppose we've got a lot of games to come up as well. We've got Man U midweek, we've got Arsenal next weekend, and then we'll see Dortmund again the following Wednesday. So, um, we, like, I, I just think I can't fault the lads really. But that's the thing, and I, I keep saying it. And I know I'm probably boring myself. Never mind the, the, anyone who's listening, but it's. I just can't fault the effort, and I think at the minute the situation we're in, you know, the effort's there. It's not like we're not playing well. It's we're giving everything. We're giving probably too much in a way, um, and it's you know come back to bite with a little bit. Mistakes cost us, but when you're tired, mistakes happen, don't they? <clears throat> yeah, I think what's interesting just to just come back here, there, mate. Um, in in how mentioned something really interesting in the in the press conference, the, the post post match, which I guess people didn't really. Um, didn't really see in the match because I've seen a lot of disappointment on on Twitter, which can be a, a poor yardstick, anyways. Um, the fact that we ended that game on top, you know, we were searching for that third goal. That doesn't lend to the the tireless narrative that much, does it? If you're kind of, you know, throwing throwing everything at the game in the end. I think yeah, I think it's it's more like an emo- emotional and a mental tiredness, isn't it, than a physical tiredness? We just look absolutely drained in terms of um, men- mentality. Really, it, it was just it wasn't like. A, a really tired performance physically. It was just players who were absolutely exhausted and that's when you make the mistakes, isn't it? I mean, for me, what I was thinking at the time, and I could be wrong, was was Nick Pope's, his punch out. I mean, that's a very, that's quite a, a regulation catch, really, especially for a keeper as, as good as Nick Pope and his company at the same. Um, so I don't see any reason why he was thinking, well, I'm not going to catch this because I don't feel like I can or I'm under pressure or, you know, he had, he had quite a bit of room around him. And I wonder how much of it was he sensed and the team sensed that that second goal from Wolves was coming, and he's trying to make it. He's trying to create a break, um, and maybe we just weren't set up right to, to break, and we weren't ready for that break. 
And I did sort of wonder how much of it was that. It was about like, you know, he's, he's made that punch to try and set us off on the break quickly so that we can, we can get at them and maybe force a third goal and, instead of sort of relying and sitting on that 2-1. Um, as it happened, I don't know, I could be completely wrong, but just as a keeper, that's maybe a little bit of my thought process. Um, as to maybe what he was doing, because it was it was a regulation catch. It wasn't something that was going to be difficult. He wasn't under pressure. Like I say, he had that room around him, so possibly that. But we just weren't ready for the break, we were, and, and it's defensively after that we've made mistakes as well. Bruno throwing himself in, and just one of those things. Though, and it, you know, it, we've said it twice now: West Ham and and um, and Wolves. Both of those times have been have followed a Champions League game. Um, mental tiredness and just fatigue, isn't it? And, and you know, we'll. Got a really small squad at the minute, haven't we? Darren, any anything to add there? Like it, it's always always said, right? A, a point on the road is a good point. Anyways, is this is this a point gained? Like we probably would have taken a point at the beginning of the game, given the game that we had midweek. It always is a bit harder to take when you're ahead, like. West Ham was probably a bit more of a, a gut punch because it was so late. But I think when you do concede, when you're ahead, it is a little bit harder to take because you'd like the three points is a little bit more in sight. But I think the other thing that's... Have, it's been mentioned a few times, but more more in the sense of... Uh, it affected the game rather than the players is sort of like how bad the conditions were. And it was talked about in the sense of like it was in this. I'll cover this in a minute about the the way the keepers were handling the ball, but they were talking about it in like the ball skidding around and it was hard to control. And it probably was, but how heavy the pitch would have been, like that's what the conditions were like on Tuesday, uh, Wednesday, sorry, as well. So for us to do like ninety plus minutes in those in similar conditions twice over, it's so heavy on the legs. And we finished a little bit on top. But I think that's because Wolves probably weren't sure that they could win it and wanted to settle for the point rather than, well, I think we did get that. We were chasing it a little bit as well. But I do think throughout the game, the conditions in addition to the the mental tiredness did play its part. But the other thing on the conditions is in real time, I thought Pope went to catch that at first and then changed his mind. I don't know if... You guys felt the same, or whether it just looked like you just saw it as he came out and punched it. But it was almost like he was set to catch it and then change his mind. That's how it sort of looked when I first seen it. But the other thought is, because of what Saar did in the first half and dropped that ball when Wilson scored his first, I wonder whether Pope was just thinking that because of the conditions, because the ball is so wet, he was at risk of dropping it and he's changed his mind and punched it instead. But then again, I think there's so many there's so many mistakes after that. It's hard to pin it just on Pope. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. I mean, it, it's I didn't see that myself. I didn't. See, I'll have a look and, and um, look at the replays again and see. I didn't see it myself, but it's possible. But then again, it's even possible that that we're both right and that he's he's gone to catch it and seen a chance of a break and, and punched it. I don't know. It just it seemed very not what we're used to, was it? But yeah. I, Totally agree in terms of it's not all on port, it's you know, it was a mistake, it happens for sure, for sure. And I think, Darren, just to come back to you, mate, I think that what I take away is kind of my disappointment from the game is, is I think we've mentioned there's the manner of the draws, isn't it? It's been ahead, 
two one against West Ham and two one against against Wolves, and it's that's now that's now four points dropped um, in, in across both games where we've took the lead twice, we're not able to see out the game. Is this a, um, a mentality you see creeping in, or is it just just one of those things where you know we're, we're returning after Champions League football? People are tired. Like I mentioned, the conditions there is a great point. Playing out those conditions twice in as many you know in three days. Are we are we in danger of this mentality creeping into our kind of spirit? I suppose. No, I don't. I don't think so. I don't think that. I don't think it's a mentality thing. Um, <clears throat> I think there's there's tiredness there. The conditions are at play. There's maybe a little bit of pressure, but I don't. I don't think they're bottling it or anything like that. I don't think they're creeping in and just sort of like losing. Losing focus. I mean, if you flip it on its head, like when was the last time we lost? Is it like seven games, maybe? Like they're not they're not losing games. And it's like it's this is the way football works. But if we held on and won one and then lost the other, we are actually better off in terms of points. But like we we haven't been losing the games and we're still going ahead and we look more likely to score at the end. We looked far more likely than Dortmund to score in the second half as well. Like it just hasn't. Well, it Dortmund it didn't quite break for, but we didn't really create enough chances against Wolves. I think in the I mean, Charles had that header, but we didn't create tons of chances. But I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't say it was a mentality thing. I think it's just sort of. I mean, but look at it this way: we played three Champions League games, and then we've had three away games following them. We've not lost any of them. Like, I think that shows actually like a decent level of mentality. Fair enough. We could have, we maybe should have been slightly better off in terms of the points that we've got, but. The overall picture, we are we're actually in a similar. In fact, we're in exactly the same position as we were this time last season in terms of games played uh, and points accumulated. We've scored more goals, and we've done it in the backdrop of playing against the Champions League, which every, which everyone says is tough, and it is. And then this is the sort of this is the biggest struggle House had in terms of his squad, I think, and with the with the injuries and I mean the Tonali suspension, which we're just going to have to. We're going to have to write off because it's it's so long and it's done. But this is the sort of the thinnest squad he's had to work with in these scenarios. So I think if you throw all of them into the mix, I think actually we're not in too bad a too bad a place at all. Yeah, for sure. I, I'm just looking at the, obviously the games today. Villa won three one against Luton. Um, Brighton only managed to draw at home against Fulham. Um, when you look at the table. We've all played the same amount of games now. And I'm only talking about Villa and Brighton because they're kind of... It's, it feels like that's our cluster of clubs at the moment. Um, Liverpool, City banging form, Spurs, Arsenal as well. Kind of almost pulling away. Villa are now five points ahead of us. Um, albeit, if you, if you look at our start of the season, there's kind of... You know, we had a really tough start of the season. I don't think Villa had that. Um, but they are also shown kind of a that mentality to come back from playing in Europe. Mid we can come back and winning games. Brighton have done the same, right? And we're on equal points now with Brighton. So it goes Villa fifth, Newcastle sixth, Brighton seventh. Uh, Newcastle and Brighton on 17 points. This is going to be our mini league now, isn't it? Kind of, um, Ali, I'll come to you. This, this mini league between the three of us, kind of handling your business midweek in, in Europe and then coming back and uh, trying to, to, to get the points on the board in the Prem. And then I think there'll be some chopping and changing, won't there, as, as we progress? Definitely. I mean, it's going to be difficult for the next few weeks, isn't it, to do that chopping and changing? And I think it's maybe been at the back of Howe's mind in, in the last the last stages of, of yesterday's game because 
you know, we had options on the bench, albeit most of them are left backs. Um, it's you know, we could have brought Hall on, and, and I've seen quite a few people saying why didn't we? We've got we've got Burn um, struggling against against their pace and stuff like that. Um, and and uh, Livermento as well, and obviously Trippy. I was looking uh, tired, and he was having a by his own standards a poor game. Um, but actually, I mean, taking Dan Burn off. Is is would have, would have been a massive thing. I mean, Wolves brought that sub on, um, and you'll have to forgive us. I kind of think of his name, the Croatian, and is he what six foot five, six foot six or something? Um, you know, taking off taking off our biggest centre half because he's uh, our biggest defender. Sorry, because he's struggling with the pace a little bit. Doesn't seem to be the, the right thing to do, really. And I think the other thing I noticed yesterday about the game was you've got Byrne and Shaw both playing on the left hand side. And I think when Byrne was struggling with pace, Shaw was stepping across and taking that in, and Byrne was moving inside, and it was it, it was working. They've got a good understanding there, haven't they? And I think you know messing that about messing about with your defence in any games, not normally what managers tend to do, is it? But I think especially in a game when we're under the cosh a bit, and we've got they've just brought on some height, someone physical. Um, I think it's it's a it maybe this would have been the wrong thing to do. Hall's going to get plenty of chances. Livermento's going to get plenty of chances in the next few games. I think Hall might even end up having to play in midfield. Uh, on Wednesday, there's not going to be a massive amount of um, of changes that we can make, but I think there is still enough to to give people a rest and rotate a little bit. I think maybe Bruno's going to have to start against Manu, but then I think depending on how the game goes, I think it'll be it'll be an opportunity to take him off. Um, it's just about seeing what we can do for the next. We've got a, a big, tough three or four weeks now, getting through to that another uh, the, the next international break. Um, we've got some massive games and I think we need to use as much of the squad as we can but obviously we're going to struggle on them. Uh, after that though I think there's going to be a lot, there's going to be you know plenty of chance to, to regroup maybe even get some fresh faces in in, um, in January as well uh, and start to move things around a little bit but maybe it might be a, a good thing um, to, to maybe not win on Wednesday although it's a long way forward to going down and, and not winning it but it's, if, we, if we do get knocked out I don't think it's going to be the most disappointing thing in the world I let's say we'll we'll come to that in a, in a bit. Darren just only touched on it there. Um, you know the bench didn't really inspire much, did it? They were, were stretched really thin. I guess when you, you know, as Ollie mentioned, when you look at social media, people are kind of questioning the the decisions, right? Why hasn't how brought on Lewis or Livermento? And it's a strange one, right? Lewis he's only played forty five minutes and, and didn't have the best again games against Man City. Whereas you had Target come on against Dortmund and, and kind of looked to change the game a little bit, didn't he? Um, doesn't really make a lot of sense. Do you see? Do you see there's a problem? I, I guess there's two questions here. Has the has the big chunk of money been placed down on these lads that aren't ready yet to contribute an issue, or is it just a case that these lads were unlikely to affect the result? Um, I mean, it's the whole transfer strategy and transfer approach is probably. A long question and probably quite a divisive one in the fan base. I think it's fine. I'm not. I haven't got too many issues with. I mean, I've got issues with the bench being as it was, but that's more from frustration than actual annoyance with the club. It is like that's just how it's how it's worked out. I can see why he didn't bring them on because I think he probably needed that experience near the end. Um, Throwing Lewis Hall on yesterday probably I don't think would have been a great idea. Target maybe because particularly at two two when we were on top, I think Target 
and his delivery, which actually was really dangerous against Dortmund, might have been the one thing we could have we could have possibly utilised. But if actually the defence is set up in a way that they were relatively comfortable and how thought that change in that defence was going to make us more vulnerable, then that's understandable. You know, whether Livermento can play ahead of Trippier instead of instead of him. Maybe, but because of the way we're set up, we don't really have that sort of wing backy approach. So he's either he's playing sort of like outside forward, isn't he? If if we if we take that approach, which maybe 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 he can do, but the other argument is he's just he's just going to completely change the team midweek, and he thought everybody leaves everything out on Saturday, on Saturday, and he he gives a couple of the the bigger players a rest. I'm, I'm I don't know whether Bruno plays midweek. Maybe he has to. What I'm not sure about is whether if he gets booked, it counts towards his total. If it doesn't, then I think he plays. If I'm right, I don't think it counts. I think it's Premier League yellow cards only. So I think he probably does play if that's the if that's the case. The other thing with the sort of like what's on the bench, this is like as I said, this is these are the most injuries that Howe's had since he's been here. And like, you know, we can call it a crisis, we can call it a problem, whatever. There are a lot of injuries. And when we compare it to the transfer strategy, we've got the two lads that we brought in are fullbacks. I think it's just bad luck that actually that was where we thought we were most vulnerable if one of the fullbacks were out and that's where we needed cover. And as it happens, that's the two positions, like left back and right back, where we haven't had any injuries. So it just looks a bit odd. If Bonds was fit, if Tonali was still playing, if Isaac's fit, but Trippier's out, then that's a massive issue. Because like, and then Livermento comes in, so I think actually it does make sense. It's just like it looks a bit odd now, because like basically we've got injury issues everywhere else apart from fullback. Totally agree with you, Darren. Mm. I I think I think that just to add as well for me is is that. You know, the club talk about opportunities and stuff as well, don't they? And they talk about when, when the right player comes along, then we'll make a move as well. And I think if you think about Livermento and Hall now, we haven't actually spent any money on Hall, have we? We've just we've got him on loan until... So we haven't spent any money on him that we could have spent on somebody else, for example. Um, but if you think about it, really, they're all left and right back for the next 10 years, aren't they? You know, and I think that was too good an opportunity to miss anyway in the transfer window. They're both outstanding from what I've seen of them both. Um you know, and people people might allude to Livermento played really well against Man City, and he doesn't have a chance since. He's behind the, the one of the best right backs in the world. <laughs> like I don't even say that lightly. He's he has outstanding. But at the end of the day, he's thirty three. He's not going to be able to play sixty games every season. Um, and and we need backup for him, as you say, Darren. And, and but also, you know, we're talking about the next 10, 15 years, aren't we? They're they're going to be our fullbacks. Probably going to be England's fullbacks as well. Um, and so I think I, I don't I, I can't have any complaints about signing those two players. And the other thing I suppose is that we keep saying, oh well, you know, this person on Twitter said this, that person on Twitter said that. You know, we don't always have to think about what people on Twitter are saying, really, do we? You know, who hell knows what he's doing? Yeah, Ken from New yeah. and maybe he's, you know, it doesn't need to be as important. <laughs> Ken from Newbigan scored 40 goals one season, man. <laughs> he sounds like someone who rings into night owls, though. <laughs> I was a little bit nervous. 
Sorry, she was just going to say like a point Ollie made about like, I think you said it as well about this. Oh, we've got a bit of lag. All right. We've lost you, Darren. Um, no issues. We'll move on, Ollie, until he's back there. Um, just about to say something there as well. He, he was, you know, I, could, I can see his face is frozen. I can see how like poised he was to deliver some fantastic point as well. Never mind, we'll get him back. Uh, Ollie, I, just, I wanted to come back to you before I was rudely interrupted anyways, mate, about Trippier. Um, like, he looked dead on his feet, didn't he? And he's been, you know, criticised a little bit for his for his performance. Do, do you know what? When I was watching that game, I was thinking, why didn't he, like, why why wasn't Trippier taken off at half-time against Palace when we were 3-0 up? That's the only point I've got. It's kind of, you know, right. if, we're, if we're looking to rest players and, and give the remittal minutes, it's, that, was that not the opportunity? I suppose you're probably right. I think if if there was going to be an opportunity, that would have been it, wouldn't it? Um, but you know, as it's happened, that's not what he's done. He'll, he'll have his reasons for that. He might regret it himself. Um, I think he's got plenty in the bank there to, to maybe own a few mistakes, hasn't he? Really? Um, yeah, I think I think you're right. That's the that's the opportunity he had maybe to change things a little bit. Yeah, no, hundred percent, mate, hundred percent. Right, mate. Let's let's move on to the calls. I'm, I'm keen to talk about the calls because I. I feel like we're we're conceding our goals at the minute, mate. And again, I think it might just be down to down to load the the, the load that players are taking on, lapses in concentration. The, the first goal there, you, you touched on it at the start of the podcast. Um, actually, sorry, mate. The first goal was the corner, right? So, could you just talk us through the the situation with the corner. Obviously, my biggest criticism is, criticism is why and you've seen this a few times, mate. Why is Trippier marking one of the biggest guys on the opposition? Uh-huh. I mean, he's 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 not one who, even though he is quite small, like, he's not one who normally loses aerial battles, is he? Um, he he can read Good the point. game well, you know. He can he can read the game well, so he knows what people are going to do, and he can put himself in a position to make it awkward for them anyway. So I suppose I can see the logic in it. He's an intelligent defender, any but you know, we've, we've maybe he's got it. I don't know. It's difficult, I suppose. You know, Wolves are um, had a couple of big lads up front, didn't they? And they maybe needed Lascelles and, and Short to be elsewhere, but. So yeah. it swings and roundabouts, really, isn't it? It's sometimes you know, sometimes you defend that and you don't even talk about it. Um, no. but some of those things. That, that, that's it, man. It's I think generally we're, we're quite good at defending corners, aren't we? Defending some pieces. Well, I would say that we're, that's a strong point for us. Definitely, that was the first goal we conceded from from a set piece all season. Yeah. So, so I think the lads know what they're doing. Like it's, and I. I think you're right about Trippier, right? It's kind of he's used as a, as a marker because of his intelligence, can kind of knock people off the ball and things like that. Um, and sometimes you've just got to put it down to a good set piece. I, I kind of feel like it was a, a good set piece from Wolves. Um, you know, the, the players darted at the front post to to then held back and went at the back post, leaving kind of only two uh, two v two. Yeah, it was it was a good set piece. Let's just give them the, the credit for that one. Um, I think the so, second goal, yeah. Though, yes. yeah. Second goal though was was horrific, wasn't it? I'm 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 keen for you just to talk through that one, mate, if you wouldn't mind. Well, like I, like I alluded to before, it was, it was a punch that Nick Pope made that he shouldn't have made. He should have claimed it. Um, if if he feels if Darren's right and he, he feels like he can't make that catch and it goes behind, um, you know, make sure you get something on it and knock it out of play. Not doing what he did, I think, is probably the wrong thing to do. But, um. After that, it just turned into a bit of a calamity, didn't it? Really, um, you know, the, the punch wasn't what cost us the goal. Really, 
but it didn't. It certainly didn't help. But the rest of it was Bruno committed too too early and um, made a mess of that. Uh, and was it Burn as well that um, that made a bit of a, a mess of the yeah. the kid running in as well. So it's just you know it's just a mess of a goal, and I think Cow will be furious about it. Um, yeah. I suppose that makes it a little bit you know if that was a screamer like the the West Ham goal could do so on it. Um, if that was a screamer like that. You put your hands up and say, you know what, there's nothing we can do about that. It was a snapshot. Um, it was a good goal, good finish. Keeper couldn't do anything about it. Because we've made a mistake, though, it's a bit more of a kick in the bollocks. And I think it's it's just one of those that makes it a little bit more hard to take. But, yeah. you know, we're playing a high-intensity game. We're, we're exhausted after playing a Champions League game. And I think these things sometimes creep in. The squad's completely, um, like, you know, we've got hardly anybody left in the squad. I think we've got about 14... 14 what you'd consider to be first choice players. Um, great that we've got Willock back in, but I think, you know, we've just got to just got to do what we can for the next three or four weeks, as I say. Yeah, definitely, mate. I, I think for the goal, a, a bit of sixes and sevens, wasn't it? But I sometimes think as well, conceding a goal like that, kind of just focuses minds, doesn't it? Because like you say, how will just be furious and he'll be spending, you know, hours on the training pitches this week going over, well, not ours, he's only got a couple of days yeah. till the next game, hasn't he? But that 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 goal will be shown in the lads saying, you know, how unacceptable it was. And, and uh, yeah, sometimes it can be a good thing because they can say that mistakes happen and, and, and go back and rectify them. Um, I've just seen a, a message from, from Darren. His, <laughs> his computer is updating, so he's, he's blue-screened, mate. So that's ba- I would say that was bad planning on his behalf, would you? Oh, uh, it's terrible. We're going to have to speak to him about that, like... As captain of this club, I think I'm gonna have to uh, have to have words with him. I think so, mate. He's he's obviously the type of guy that snoozes the the updates um, continuously. <laughs> Doesn't update his computer before he goes to sleep and then blue screens when we're doing a podcast. So oh, nothing we can do. Yeah, and yeah. he's requested that we pause the podcast. We're not going to do that, mate. We're going to plow on as usual. And uh, and yeah, he's 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 missing out, mate. <laughs> Right, mate. So I, I think kind of my my overall my overriding disappointment was the manner of the goals that were conceded in that match. But yeah. but yeah, I think there's no big no big concerns there. Another point on the road, we're kind of showing some steeliness when we're when we're returning after tough games in the Champions League. Right, like, that's okay. Right, mate. No rest really. We've got Man United in the Carabao Cup on Wednesday. Um, I think you you touched on it a bit earlier, mate. Do we really want to progress? In my mind, I'm like, yes, of course we do. But in this current situation, the moment that we're having, how the Champions League's playing out, what's your thoughts? It's difficult, isn't it? You want to win every single game you're in. You want to compete in every single game as well. But um, I, I, I would be happy to sacrifice this game for the greater good of the season. Um, it's difficult, though, because I, I've got a feeling... I mean, we're going to have to make some changes on, but we're going to have to use as much of the squad as we can. Wouldn't be surprised to see Torga coming in at left-back. I think Pope will probably keep his place in the side. Livramento will come in for uh, for Trippier, I thought. Might be the same two centre-halves, um, unless Byrne plays centre-half and, and gives the cells or, or even Shaw a break. Um, Hall's probably going to play in midfield. Uh, target the left-back, I would imagine, as I've said. But Willick will come in and, and get, a, get his first start of the season, get him a bit of match fitness as well, and that would be good. Don't know what we're going to do up front, though. That's going to be slightly different. I think Miggy will keep his place. I would, wouldn't be surprised if Gordon did as well. Um, but it might be that we need to rest Wilson. But the, the the thing that I'm thinking about is, especially after today's result, Man U are, are really struggling. Um, Ten Hag's under 
a lot of pressure. I wouldn't be surprised to see him start a full strength side, uh, side, and I think obviously that's going to be their full strength against our reserves, um, and that's going to be a really difficult game, isn't it? So I just don't know. I think I would like to not be talking about this game. I'd like to be just concentrating on Saturday. Uh, so maybe this wasn't the one to lose, and maybe the Man City game was probably the one to lose. Um, but it is what it is, you know. If if we win, brilliant. We're in the next round of the cup, and we've got two of the. They were probably our biggest rivals out the way, so I want to win it. Um, but if it's going to be detrimental the rest of the season, I'm not going to cry if it's you know if, if we if we do go out. Um, we'll see, yeah, I suppose. I would imagine yeah, mate, I just football. I would imagine how I was going into that game expecting wanting to win. So, um, got to back that, I suppose, haven't you? It's, it's great shouting. I think how alluded to the fact that you know. This is what we wanted. This isn't uh, this isn't a negative. All of these games is a, is a positive, right? We, we've done well last season. This is the you know this is this is um, this is what success looks like. You've got more games and more competitions, and you've got to manage that. Whether or not you've got a thin base, thin base squad or not, you've you've got to find solutions. And I, I love that about how he's he's not wanting to complain. And it's not something we're used to as Newcastle fans, right? We've got managers pulling out excuses left, right, and centre. How he's very much take this on the chin. Um, you know, he backs himself to find solutions. He also puts the expectations on the players as well to not dwell on tiredness. I think yeah. his expectations are to, to raise your, your levels in order to match that intensity, isn't it? Well, that's it. He gets up at five o'clock to read self help books, doesn't he? And listen to Jake Humphreys. So you'll <laughs> be expecting the rest of the squad to do the same, won't you? I mean, it's it, it's one of those things. I think the, the standards there are so high now, and that's that's what we're not used to, really, isn't it? And the fact that um, he will be setting high standards if whoever's playing in that game. And I think we've all the whole squad's shown that they are capable of those high standards. So it's just a case of you know doing the best we can there to beat what's in front of us. If we beat them, magnificent. Yeah, I made him. Um, I might I might ring Feyenoid today when I'm at work and just pretend to be how and, and request that uh, Yakubu Minter comes back so we've got an extra body. <laughs> you think I can pull it off? I haven't really got the best southern accent, but we'll give it a go. <laughs> we'll see. I, I, he seems to be doing well, doesn't he? I think is he not is he not injured? I think he's got a bit of a knock himself. Um, oh, that's not good then. But uh, yeah, I mean, I think the other thing is though, you know, we've lost we've lost um, Tenali. Botman's not playing, although I'd, I'd, I'm hopeful that he's going to be back for Arsenal or Dortmund. Um, and I, I certainly don't think he's going to be playing on Wednesday. Um, but, you know, we've lost quite a, a big core of the squad. He's not playing, is going to be huge as well. Um, Anderson has come in and made, his, made himself a first-team player, hasn't he? And without those, If those players were fit, then I don't think we'd have a, a worry about Wednesday at all. I think it would just be a case of go out and give it a best shot, and that's what we'll be talking about. But it's the injuries that have made this a really interesting sort of topic of conversation, really, isn't it? Definitely, definitely. Well, welcome back, Darren. How are you doing? Are you okay? Oh, he's froze again. Oh, ill-timed. <laughs> I think my computer's uh, feeling the effects of uh, a midweek Champions League clash followed by a Saturday <laughs> evening game in a way. Just, uh, just, just before we wrap up, then, yeah, a couple of questions. I'll, I'll come to you in case you drop off, mate. Um, do you want to progress in the Carabao Cup or not? Aye, I, I, you should always want to get as far as possible in every competition. Is is my view, Eddie Howe? I'm sure I will feel the same. Um, I think we'll be going into that game to win it. Not sure what sort of size Man United will put out. I don't think it'll be 
for, I mean, they're struggling with injuries as well, so I think they might have a little bit of rotation, but I think we absolutely should. I think the next few weeks are going to be tough, but I don't think we should sacrifice, you know, winning something or trying to win something later in the season just for the case of the next few weeks. Yeah, 100%. And, and do you think the tactic is, let's get the ball in the box as much as possible for Anana to try and uh, have to deal with? That's got to be a tactic, hasn't it, that, that teams want to try and implement? Well, I definitely I. No, there's a reason to play Wilson in him. It's like a, he's a niggly little elbow he sort of play out in and just get him in there and fire in loads of set pieces and stuff. Yeah, definitely. Just, well, just, before, Nam- just before... Sorry, I was just going to say, like, now Maguire's, like, back in their side, though. Like, the thing he's he is good at is just, like, getting his head on everything. So I don't think, I don't think trying to get balls high into the box is... Is the is the best idea because that's sort of playing to their strengths. Like I'd be looking to, you know, get deep and and get cutbacks or, you know, to the extent we can use your pace by getting the sort of like the outside wingers in behind. I think that's how I would that's how I would try and get into it. It's fair shout, absolutely slab head heading the ball away. Um, right. Before that idea, there just before we go predictions for 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 Man United then midweek. Um, Ali, you come to you first. What sort of scoreline are you, are you expecting, mate? Or what do you what are you hoping for? Well, I'm obviously hoping for a win. Um, I'm hoping the game doesn't go to penalties, just because it's it's extra strain mentally and physically, I suppose. Um, I'm hoping to just the, the game's over in ninety minutes, and I'm hoping there's no more injuries as well. Um, I'm gonna say we're gonna sneak a one nil. Good show, so, okay, mate. I've said in the last forty minutes. <laughs> what, uh, what about you Darren what, what, how do you see this one playing out man I think I think it's going to be one data I think it is going to go to pens don't know which way it'll go but I think it's going to be I think it's going to be a pen shootout you heard it when you were blue screen yeah Monty <laughs> <laughs> do you think what I've just done there is sort of like the podcasting equivalent of getting a head injury and having to go off and get bandaged up and oh, come back on you've come back on and showed that <laughs> <head> on yeah <laughs> Had a few stitches put in and played on, mate. Definitely. Did you um, change your shirt, though? That's the most important question. Say again? You haven't changed your shirt, though. That's the most important thing. No, there's blood all over it, but it's uh, the colour of it hides. It's not as obvious. <laughs> I'll get a concussion test no, before. No. I was just going to say, go and have a little relax here, lie down and do your con- concussion test. Um, I'll go. I'll similarly, I think this might be a, um, a game where we'll see goals, to be honest. I think a lot of the, both teams will be much changed. I think there'll be some tightness again. I could see this being another 2-2, to be honest. And I'm I'm just hoping that Nick Pope in the goal does the business again With the, when it comes to pens. He was uh, he was great last season, wasn't he? We can kind of rely on him in them situations. Um, right, lads. Enjoy that one today. Um, let's look to get back on post-Man United and, and have a look back at that one. Thanks for we your are. time and thanks for listening. I think we're covered well for Monty there as well. I don't think anyone noticed anything at all, so that was really good. No one probably noticed that I disappeared, so it's uh, no no harm done at the end of the day. Catch <laughs> 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 you later. Lovely to see you guys. See you soon.